The $1 exchange rate has fluctuated the most among major currencies earlier this year, and the Bank of Korea attributed the sharp drop in the value of the won mainly to Korea's worsening trade deficit. But local currency has recently gained ground against a greenback on hopes of the U.S. rate freeze and gradual recovery of the Korean economy in the latter half of this year. For an analysis on the fluctuating Korean won and the future outlook on its value, we turn to Professor Young jin Sok at the Catholic University. University of Korea. Good morning, Professor Young. Good morning. And thank you for joining us. So according to the Bank of Korea's latest report, the Korean won saw the sharpest depreciation among 34 major currencies in the month of February this year. It said 40% of the surge in the $1 exchange rate was due to the shocks from Korea's trade deficit. So first and foremost, can you explain the details of this report? Okay, well, the analysis was part of the uh, Bank of Korea's report on uh, monetary and credit policies, which is published quarterly, uh, though not every report contains an uh, analysis on exchange rates. Uh, Since last year, there's been many press reports stating that Korean won fluctuated excessively compared to other major currencies or other Asian currencies. Uh, But uh, we should note that since the Asian financial crisis of 1997, uh, when Korean won was uh, liberalized uh, in terms of allowing to fluctuate, the uh, Korean won has been known to fluctuate more than other currencies. uh, And uh, some of that fluctuations that the uh, newspaper reports have pointed out uh, it really depends on which time frame you look at on how ex- uh, uh, volatile the Korean won has been. Uh, if you look at the uh, last month, uh, Korean won has actually uh, gained value more than, uh, say, the U- uh, euro, uh, great, uh, British pound, Japanese yen, or uh, Jap- uh, Chinese yuan. Uh, if you look at, say, year-to-date so far, so about six months, other currencies like the Japanese yen and Chinese yuan actually lost more value than uh, the Korean won. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it really depends on which uh, time frame you look at. Uh, but uh, it, 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 the uh, looking at the uh, won fluctuation, especially in the uh, longer term, it is... Uh, not clear that Korean won has lost more value, but mm. Korea does have uh, larger fluctuations than most of the currencies. Mm. Uh, uh, now, uh, the uh, Bank of Korea calculations confirmed that the Korean won has fluctuated more than most other major currencies in the first four months of 2023. Uh, though, if you take a look at really very long-term average, uh, say 14 years, that was also included in the report, Korea's, uh, Korean won is not particularly too unstable. Swiss franc and uh, Australian dollar was actually more uh, volatile than Korean won. Uh, but still, uh, the, uh, it, Korean won does fluctuate more than uh, most other currencies, especially in the uh, last uh, year and a half, hmm. uh, the uh, Bank of Korea report reports that since the 2008 global financial crisis, the Korean won has been relatively stable, uh, high, uh, uh, but it does have higher fluctuations than other East Asian currencies, though lower fluctuations than some other emerging cur- country currencies or advanced country currencies. Uh, now, the Bank of Korea has attributed the fluctuation in this longer term 
uh, to higher capital market openness, mm. less regulation on exchange rate movements. Mm. Uh, but uh, according to previous academic research, the uh, that is in line with what the uh, research says. The uh, usually, it, the higher the capital market openness and higher the short-term debt com- compared to currency reserves, and less regulated the exchange rates in the uh, foreign currency markets and more difficult the convertibility of currency to U.S. dollars, the higher the fluctuation of a currency. Uh, so is that actually the advanced economies uh, which have higher market uh, capital market openness have higher fluctuations than developing economies with uh, regulated exchange rates? Uh, so uh, it's not... Uh, always the fact that uh, advanced countries have more stable uh, currencies and developing economies have more volatile uh, currencies. Mm. Uh, now, increased fluctuation for Korea, uh, one, has become acute since uh, August 2022. Uh, in uh, February 2023, Korean one had the highest depreciation among 34 major currencies that the uh, Bank of Korea examined. Uh, this depreciation in the last uh, two years or so is often attributed to interest rate reversal, where Korean interest rates are lower than the U.S. rates. Mm. Uh, the uh, Despite the fact that the investment in Korea is considered more risky than investment in the U.S., Korea has uh, the a lower rate, uh, so, excuse me, the lower rate. So uh, there is pressure for co- capital to move out of Korea to the United States, and that is thought to create the depreciation of uh, the Korean won. Uh, and uh, that is uh, one of the major factors which is leading to depreciation of won. But mm-hmm. Korea had interest rate reversals before. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that Korea had the uh, interest rate reversals. The first was in 1996 to uh, 2001, the second 2005 to 2007, third 2018 to 2020. So current uh, interest rate reversal, which began in July 2022, uh, is actually the fourth. But uh, in those past interest rate reversals, during the first and the third uh, cases, we didn't really see any particular changes in uh, exchange rates. Mm-hmm. In the second case, uh, the won actually gained value, even though Korean interest rate was lower. And the difference between those previous three cases and the current case uh, is that before Korea had trade surpluses, very strong trade surpluses, but this time we have a, a trade deficit, though it didn't it's not large enough to cause a current account deficit. Uh, So that is the reason why BOK was so suspicious about uh, why Korean won is depreciating so much in this particular case of interest rate reversal. Uh, Now, uh, capital flows depend not only on returns, but also on risk. Uh, since uh, international investment takes place with dollars rather than the one, investors who lend money to Korea keeps track of not only how well the uh, Korean economy is doing, but how much dollars Korea is earning. So it's the, the uh, how well the economy does in terms of growth is important, but it also depends on how much uh, dollars Korea uh, has and how much dollars Korea is earning. This is why we emphasize 
uh, how much uh, currency reserves Korea has all the time. Uh, and because exports take so much of Korean uh, economic activity, it's about 40 to 45% of Korean GDP. Uh, when trade deficit, it, when trade is not doing so well, uh, so instead of earning dollars, we're actually uh, having outflow of dollars because of the trade deficit. Well, the uh, international investors are going to take notice. Mm. And what BOK calculations showed is that approximately 40% of the depreciation of the won can be attributed to the negative shock coming from the trade balance. Mm. Uh, Though the uh, Fed's tight monetary policy causing the interest rate reversals and the domestic economic slowdown also had some significant uh, role in the won depreciation. According to the uh, BOK study, which used a method called vector autoregression, which basically examines what happens and finds correlation with trends of these variables. Um, So the uh, BOK has noted that uh, it's not only trade, though that is the large component, uh, but it's also how well the domestic economy is doing. And as we all know, the domestic economy has been slowing down in the Mm -hmm. past few months. Uh, also, aside from the trade balance, another big factor that has an impact on the exchange rate is, of course, the U.S. interest rate, as you've highlighted for us on this segment several times before. How does a U.S. Fed's rate decision and the widening Korea U.S. rate gap actually affect the value of the Korean won? Okay, well, textbook theory. I've given you a lot of textbook things in the last question, but let me give you one more. Uh, the textbook theory argues that in the short term, the exchange rates depend on interest rates and capital flows. That's a lot of what we talked about in the last question. But in the long term, if you look at decades, uh, changes uh, that takes place in decades, exchange rates depend on inflation. For example, in the early 1970s, Japanese yen and Korean won were both worth around 300 won to a dollar. Uh, but now uh, yen is worth about 140 yen to a dollar, while the uh, won is worth about 1,300 won to a dollar. And that's in large part because of the higher inflation that Korea had during the 1970s and 80s. Mm. So over the really long-term years, inflation makes a difference. In, but if you look at the uh, current situation in Korea right now, uh, if you look at the interest rates, uh, there's an interest rate reversal, as we said, and the gap between the U.S. rate and the Korean rate is the largest in history at 1.75 percentage point, uh, which would uh, which is a pressure for the want to weaken. But inflation in the United States in the last uh, two or three years have been consistently worse higher than Korea, which means that the long-term factor favors stronger Korean won. So there's right now a conflict between the short and long-term factors. If you look at just the uh, short-term factors, it should lead to more depreciation of the won. But if you look at inflation, that means that eventually the won will appreciate. And that might be part of the reason why we're so, uh, we're seeing so much uh, fluctuation, uh, so much volatility in the won right now. Uh, so uh, this uh, conflict between long-term and short-term factors uh, makes the one uh, pressures the one in different directions.
And also, you want to address the question about what kind of impact China's rate cut would have on the Korean won. Uh, China's big banks cut deposit rates, signaling the Chinese central bank's monetary easing ahead. The move comes in a bit to, of course, boost growth as consumption in China has been slow to actually bounce back, despite expectations initially, that is. So would China's rate cut have an impact on the value of the Korean won, Dr. Yang? Okay, well, since about 2005, Korean won has become uh, very highly correlated with the Chinese yuan. Uh, and lower interest rates usually mean weaker currency. So uh, the Chinese yuan is expected to depreciate because of the uh, interest rate cut. And because uh, previously, in the left for the last uh, 15 years or so, because the uh, yuan has been correlating with Chinese yuan, uh, there is expectation that the uh, Korean yuan will uh, further depreciate. Uh, we can look at this through the uh, trade uh, channel and the international capital flow channel, uh, but uh, my uh, analysis is that, yes, Korean won will depreciate, but perhaps not as much as before, and that's because both trade channels and international capital trade, trade channels are weaker than it was before the uh, pandemic. Uh, now, uh, uh, the uh, China imports a lot from Korea. Korea exports a lot to the uh, China, uh, but it's mostly intermediate parts which are used in Chinese exports. So the more China exports, the more Korea exports to China. And right now, most of the recovery is taking place uh, through uh, consumption in services uh, rather than consumption in uh, manufactured products mm. or uh, exports. Um, now, for uh, Korea, Korea doesn't really export a lot of finished consumption goods to China. We export, as I said, mostly intermediate goods, especially semiconductors. So unless Chinese exports pick up, uh, that's not going to uh, help Korea very much, especially if the uh, Chinese recovery is centered around services uh, consumption. That's not going to help Korean exports that much at all. So that's not going to affect Korean uh, economy all that much. Uh, and then for capital flow channels, uh, while the uh, Chinese yuan is expected to depreciate because of the interest rate fall, the Chinese uh, capital market is not as open as most other uh, Asian currencies or uh, advanced economies. So changes coming from the uh, capital flows are not likely to be that large. Uh, so uh, while the Korean yuan is uh, correlated with the Chinese uh, yuan, that pressure, I think, is going to be a lot less than we've seen in the past. The Korean won appears to be performing better in recent weeks, at least compared to the beginning of this year, closing at the 1200 range for the first time in two months. That's as of last Friday. Uh, can you try to explain to us then what's behind this recent recovery and how do you predict, at least in near future, exchange rate trends? Okay, well, the, uh, the uh, biggest reason is that the uh, Fed expectation that the Fed has stopped raising rates. So interest rate reversals, that 1.75 percentage point gap between the two countries, uh, it's expected not to get any higher. Uh, now, there is uh, some grumbling, some uh, rumors that says that Fed will raise the rates sometime during the second half of the year. We'll have to wait and see for that. But for now, 
uh, because the Fed has been signaling that unless the data changes a lot, uh, they will not raise the rates uh, further during the year. Uh, the, uh, the expectation is that interest rate reversals will not get uh, worse. Uh, so that means that uh, there is uh, some expectation uh, that the uh, things will stabilize, and that is helping the Korean won. Uh, now, uh, as I said, during the uh, uh, past interest rate reversals, uh, when we had trade surpluses, uh, Korean won uh, did not fluctuate as much or uh, it actually gained value. Right now, Korea has a trade deficit, but that uh, size of the uh, deficit is falling. Uh, and there is expectation that Korea will reach uh, monthly trade surpluses by the end of the year. So that's probably acting to uh, help strengthen the one as well. Uh, now, the, another reason is that, as I stated, in the uh, short term, interest rate is what plays an important part. Uh, but in the long run, it's the uh, inflation rate. And uh, Korea has consistently had lower inflation rates than the United States for the last two years or so. So... Uh, the Korean one is eventually mm. expected to recover to perhaps the uh, pre-pandemic exchange rates. We mm. don't quite know when that's going to be, uh, but when the other factors become less important, uh, that uh, difference in inflation rates is probably going to make itself felt, and Korean one will strengthen further. But it depends on what the trade deficits and interest rates do for the rest of the year. That will be the stronger factor. Thank you very much, Dr. Young, for today's insights. We'll speak to you again next week. Thank you. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.